Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Thank you so much for joining Stories That Shape Us. You know, I realize that I say this uh, at the beginning of most of most episodes. Thank you for joining. And I really do appreciate you. Appreciate the way that the listening, the listeners are growing and the audience is growing and the number of subscribers are growing. We are at day 106 and I appreciate the fact that a lot of you have been with us from the beginning. And for those who are just arriving, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate the fact that you listen, that you share the post, that you share this, the podcast and that, you, uh, and that you send comments and that you send emails and questions. I appreciate that. If there's, a, if there's something that you want me to address in the podcast, be, please feel free to share it, to let me know. And, and I'll be happy to do that if I can, if I have the resources. If not, then I'll direct you. I'll put you in the right direction. So I'm continuing the conversation around the mother wound and connecting with attachment because when we have broken relationships with our mothers, we have insecure attachment uh, with her. Um, and I say with her because we can have security with one person and, and, and lack of security with another. So I said with her. And I'm specifically talking to the Christian woman because there's another layer that's added when we're Christians and the things that we hear that causes us to not get help or to stay in a situation for longer um, because of the narrative that we have around forgiveness and around restoration and how that sometimes keeps us in a, in a cycle and in a pattern that creates more harm. Not that, not because... The Bible teaches that, but the way that people interpret and give us their interpretation of it, that's what happens. And, you know, sometimes to to hear, and this is not what I'm talking about, but I just feel the need to say this. Sometimes what we need to do is to peel away the layers, to, to, to tune out every other voice and to, you know, go before God in our own quiet time so that he can speak to our hearts. So to, today I'm talking, the, the title is what what to do when you can't pray away the pain. And I mean the pain of recognizing that you have insecure connection with your mother. And there are many people who are living with, you know, more than insecure attachment. You're living with the fact that your mother don't, you're not liked by her and the pain that results from that. And you're not her favorite. You are not you are not treasured and, and love, loved and looked after by her and you're living with that. And what, what can you do when you can't pray that pain away? When the pain that you've experienced in the relationship with her uh, it has physical implications and not just psychological implications because when we grow up in, in harmful situations, it doesn't just affect us psychologically. There's a physiological impact that we experience when we grow up in certain situations and the 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 physical impact of it might be causing you lots of harm and you having to go through healing through therapy you're having to learn techniques to to use when you're triggered you're having to do grounding techniques and put things in place to to lean hard and as you heal and sometimes healing can can take a while and I say take a while it can take up to it can take a while I'm not going to give it a time because for different people it means different things and so 
those might be some of the things that you have to do when you recognize the impact of the, the dysfunctional relationship, how it's affecting you relationally, the, the, the choices that, it, that you make, the low self-esteem that you're having to overcome, the negative thoughts that you're having to overcome, the way your body responds when you're triggered, when you're in your pres- her presence, the thing, those things that you have to deal with that are very real things that forgiveness won't heal. And so that's why I'm thinking about, you know, what, what do you have to do when you can't pray away the pain? When you have prayed, but it still hurts that you're not loved and was never loved. When you, when you pray, but it still hurt that, you know, she, you're not her favorite and she, she chooses people over and over and over and you don't get chosen. And this is more than just being a, a petty thing of not being chosen but it's a it's a recurrent thing where other people get celebrated, where other children, other siblings get celebrated, where other siblings get looked after and cared for, and you are not. And it's really difficult, especially, you know, depending on where you fall in the family as well, when you see people above you and below you in terms of age, getting getting some kind of response from her but you are not getting any kind of response. And you, sometimes people tell themselves that they are the problem. So you might feel like you're the problem and it's, you're not the problem. There's nothing about you that made her do what she did. She did it because that's something within herself that needed healing, that needed, um, that needed healing and attention. It's not anything to do with you. So what do you do when you can't pray that away? When you can't pray away the, de- the depth of the pain. And, and, it, and this doesn't mean that prayer is not an effective strategy when you're dealing with emotional pain. Prayer is an effective strategy. But, but you might want to be open to what else God is telling you to do. Because sometimes you might need to go get therapy to work through the rejection so that you're not perpetrating that cycle in other relationships. So you're not hurting people because you fear rejection. And so you're not shutting down before you think they they sh- before you think they leave because when we think somebody's going to leave we might do something to push them away um be- because we think they're going to they're going to leave anyway and we want to protect ourselves so we think let us just let me just sabotage this relationship and of course that's not a conscious thought but things are done to sabotage the relationship to fulfill what you think is a prophecy that's going to happen they're going to leave. So what do you do when that's a pattern that prayer will help you to recognize and understand, but you might want to be open to what else God is saying to, he might want you to go get help to, to read some books, attend a retreat, get therapy, to understand some more about the pattern, to talk through the hurt, to, to put it in perspective, to tell yourself the truth, to, to build your self-esteem, to learn how to put boundaries in place. Because one of the things that happen, and as a Christian woman, maybe you don't know this, but when we have insecure attachment with our primary caregivers and there's dysfunction in the relationship and there's a lot of wounding that happened that wasn't healed, it really does affect how you see God. Sometimes we're not able to allow God in because of the pain. So what can you do when you can't pray the pain away? Listen, ask questions to to know what else do I need to do? How, be honest with yourself around the way it's impacting you 
Because when you're honest with yourself about what you're experiencing, then you'll go and get support to, to work through it. So the, the holidays are coming up. Christmas is coming up. When lots of people are in this place of fear, like, do I go home? Don't I go home? If I go home, what will I endure? If I don't go home, what will happen? And you might be one of those people in this place of uncertainty or, or, or confusion or chaos because you're wondering what to do. What do I do with this relationship or lack of relationship? Your mother might get to a certain age now and require certain things of you or want a, a friendship or um, not necessarily a friendship, but she might still be doing things to you that she did before, speaking to you in the same way. You might be still experiencing, experiencing insults and, and you, the put downs and comparison that puts you in a bad light. Um, she might do, be doing the same thing that she did when you were, when you were a child and when you were a teenager. And now you're an adult and you want to have a different kind of relationship. She's not open and available for that because of the healing work that she needs to do. If you are in this position, I want you to know that there is resources and help that you can access on my website, woundsofscars.com, uh, where you can find information about the mother wound and attachment. And I have a very special a group that starts on the 8th of December around inner child healing that addresses the mother wound. So if any one of those, any one of those things, you can contact me via my Facebook page, Wounds to Scars, or um, by, my, by my Facebook page is perhaps the best way to, to make contact. But if you can't pray, if you're praying and you've, you've fasted and you've done everything that you know you should do and the pain is still there, be open to listening to what else God is saying that you need to do and how else you can address this, this pain so that you can be free. Thank you for joining me in Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.